You're listening to Comedy Dynamics Daily. This is my job now. This is my job. But I used to have a day job. I used to have a day job working with disabled kids. That's true. And here's a real thing. You've never been insulted until a kid with autism insults you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Working with this kid, this 11-year-old kid. He's autistic. One of my favorite clients I ever worked with. Loved this guy, okay? He's like, hey, I want to go to the mall. I want to go to the Lego store. Will you take me? I was like, yeah, man, I'll take you. So I'm driving him to the Lego store, okay? I'm having a terrible day. He can totally tell. It's written all over my face, okay? It's the only thing that's not. And I'm, you know, I'm having, so I'm having this terrible day and he can tell and he wants to cheer me up. So this little kid, he looks over at me, puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, Shane, you're the coolest person I know. And then he looks out the window and he goes, I gotta meet more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to this day, I don't know if he was being mean or if that was the autism. What was that? What? So I left him at the Lego store, you know? He's their problem now. <laughs> All right, you guys. I'm gonna tell you one more story and then we're gonna get out of here, cool? Last story coming down the pipe. Now this one's gonna get a little weird. I need you all to stay on board. The payoff is worth it, okay? I promise you. It's gonna get real weird. Stay with me, okay? Now here's the deal. I, before I worked with kids, I was a professional criminal. I was a gang member for about four years. That's true. And I know some of you were like, what? Earlier in the act, you said you weren't a gangster. Well, yeah, that's the first rule of the streets. Trust nobody, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was a gang member. And when I tell people that, a lot of the time they're like, whoa, were you a crip or were you a blood? And I'm like, that's not how it works. You don't just go out for the big gangs like it's a college or something, you know? No one's like, I wanna be a blood, but the Latin kings are my safety gang, you know? <laughs> You don't, you don't try to be in a gang, it just happens to you. Usually you're in denial. People are like, I think you're a criminal, and you're like, there's no way I'm a criminal, I work at Hot Topic, okay? There's no way. There's no way, you know? Tupac was never like, brop, 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 oh no, I'm late for my shift at the mall, and then left, you know? That's not how it works, but eventually it sneaks up on you, and you're kidnapping someone for, for money, and you're telling your friend, like, how cool is it we're making money to do this? Oh, that's right, I'm a criminal now. Okay, cool, you know? It gets serious fast. Also, you guys, no one be awkward. It's not what you think. It was just mostly, like, violent crimes and robberies and stuff, okay? <laughs> so, during this time when I was a criminal, all right, I had a best friend. Now his name was Angry Anton. Not a clever nickname, all right? <laughs> Just an angry guy, you know? Sometimes you meet people and they're like, nickname is Little John, but they're seven feet tall. And you're like, oh, that's cute. It was not that, okay? <laughs> It was just lazy, lazy nicknaming. He was just angry all the time. He was very scary. He was bigger than me. He was way more heavily tattooed than me. And I know a lot of you are like, how is it even possible to be more heavily tattooed than you? His entire face was completely covered, 100%. 
So he was basically like if you got a second grader and you pulled them to the side and you're like, draw me what you think a murderer looks like. And then they drew him and you'd be like, that is way correct. That's so correct. That's so scary. Where are your parents, you know? He's so scary. Just a few stories to like reiterate how scary he is. Once we were at a restaurant and we were in the bathroom and in this particular restaurant, they had like an area where all their toiletries were where you could just get to them and we were stealing them, okay? Cause you know, we just, we wanted toiletries, we're not gonna pay for them. So we have a backpack and we're stuffing like toilet paper and soap and all this stuff, we're stealing. A uniformed police officer walks into the bathroom while we're stealing, sees us, Anton stands up, says, what's up, to the police officer, and the police officer said, excuse me, closed the door, and left the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, eventually I was like, I gotta get out. And so when you get out, the government helps you usually. You have to cut ties with your friends, your family, everybody who has any tie to that lifestyle, okay? And move on, and usually the government will give you a job to help you move on before so that you don't end up in prison. Sometimes the government lets you work with disabled kids, all right? Yeah, I know, they should change that. So anyway, <laughs> it worked out for me, but I feel like maybe not so much for other people. And. <laughs> so, I have this new job, I have this new life. Now, uh, Anton was a bad person. Objectively, yes. I agree with all of you, he was a bad person. But also, he was always good to me. He was a loyal friend, I'd known him forever. I couldn't get rid of him, I kept him around in my life just a little bit. Just talking to him through emails, being his friend, okay? Trying to be there for him. So I'm moving on with this new life, it's like a year later, and I'm working at this facility for disabled kids, okay? Now, working at this facility, I worked with a lot of Christian people, I worked with a lot of LDS people, Mormon people, and they're all like really jazzed up to work with me. All these upright, good people, and then me, you know? And they're just like, oh man, isn't Shane cool? Knowing about my past, like, he says the S word sometimes. <laughs> crazy, you know? So they're way jazzed up to work with me, and it's going pretty well. Now at work, there's this guy named Mike, okay? Now Mike had a weekend job working at a summer camp, okay? And one day Mike comes up to me and he's like, hey, I work at this camp, all right? And we just barely got this group of new kids, this new program we're doing. Now these are kids that are going down the same path you went down when you were a kid, okay? They're making all the same mistakes, and they're going down the same path. Would you like to come, give them a talk? Maybe try and set them straight? Make them work out, do like some boot camp stuff and just trying to like teach them the right ways to do things? And I'm like, yeah man, anything to keep kids from going down the same road I went down, you know? Anything to stop kids from doing the gang life. And he's like, all right, and if there's anyone you wanna bring with you to help, let me know. And I was like, I know just the guy, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. It's the weekend and we show up to work with these kids and he's like, hey, the counselor who normally, normally works with these kids isn't here, but the kids are in this barn. So he brings me and Anton to this barn, okay? Yeah, all these kids are there and they do not look happy and he's like, these are the kids. I'm gonna go down the way and like play guitar or do whatever, do crafts. I don't know what he did, you know? And he's like, I'm gonna do this. Now you guys are gonna talk to these kids, make them work out, set them straight. And we were like, oh, we got this. So he leaves and immediately we start laying into these kids, okay? We are saying a lot of things to these kids. We're yelling at them. One of them looks Anton in the face and he's like, if you make eye contact with me again, I will pluck yours out and eat them. 
Yeah, I was like, whoa, two, where you leave yourself nowhere to go from there, you know? <laughs> where you can't just open up without eat your eyes. That's too much. You have nowhere else to go, you know? So we're just yelling at these kids. We're screaming at them, we're making them work out. They're doing push-ups. They are not pumped. It's like 2004, so we find the kid with like the puka shell necklace. He's the leader. We're just, we're really giving it to him, you know? And so eventually one of these kids stands up and he's like, I'm not doing another push-up. And we're like, uh, you know, you are gonna do one. And Anton gets right in his face and he says, do push-ups or consequences. And the kid says, my parents will sue you. So a couple minutes later, he's choking this kid, right? So hard. He's choking so, and so all the other kids are freaking out now. And they're just like, Shane, do something. And I'm like, what, so I can get choked too? No way, you know? I'm the, he's done this to himself. So now, so now everyone's doing push-ups. They're doing so many push-ups, okay? They're so scared, and now people are crying so much. There's crying a lot, way too much. And I'm just like, these gangster kids are like, all of them are crying, so much snot. And I'm just like, we can see you crying. Like, get it together, you know? You're embarrassing. And that's when I'm like, what is with all these kids crying? And like, parents sue you? Bad kids don't have parents. And then I'm like, so I'm like, I gotta figure something out. So I'm like, Anton, are you gonna be okay alone with these kids? And he's like, I got it. <laughs> Cool. So I go down the way to talk to Mike. I'm like, hey Mike, what's going on? Uh, nothing weird going on back there. Uh, you wanna tell me some more about these kids, how they're going down the wrong path, the same path I went down? And he's like, yeah man, these are just kids that are like not listening to their parents. Some of them fell asleep in church, you know? <laughs> Sloughing class. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. Yeah, not gang members, just moderately bad Mormons, okay? <laughs> These kids are not, they're not ready for the heat we are bringing, okay? I thought they were like hardened killers. They're so soft. These are just soft white kids. I don't, I'm so worried. And then I have left them alone. <laughs> with Anton. Grown men shouldn't be alone with him. I'm running back to the barn, okay? I practically kick open the door. Inside the barn, everyone is shirtless for no reason, okay? All the kids have formed a circle, and in that circle, two kids are fighting to the death, Thunderdome style. Hard crying. Anton is just egging him on, and I'm like, dude, shut it down. Like, it's up. What is happening? Like all the kids in the corner and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, get these kids over here. And he's like, talk to me, what's going on, man? And I was like, dude, we are, we're in so much trouble. Like, dude, we're going to jail for sure. Like we've said, so these, these kids, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, they're not gangsters. They're just like falling asleep in church. And he's like, I've never even been to church. I was like, I know, okay? I, I've, we've said so many things. You choked a kid, pretty sure that happened, okay? Uh, I think I told another kid I'd kill his dog. We've said so many things. We're going to prison, you know? We're going to prison for sure. And he's like, dude, I got this. Don't worry about it, I got this. And I'm like, okay. So he lines all the kids up and he's like, hey everyone, you're reformed. And he's like, they're like, yes, we are reformed. <laughs> 
please make it stop. And he's like, you're good, you're good, you're all reformed. And he goes, here's the deal. Uh, if any of you tell anyone about this ever, we will kill all of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're so scared. And so <laughs> we're standing there and uh, we're like, okay, it's over. So we left, we left that weekend. I'm like, basically, wait, I just go home. And I'm like, I just wait for the police to come collect me, you know, <laughs> going to jail for real. And uh, didn't happen. Two days go by, no jail, work with Mike, two shifts, never mentions it. Uh, it's been about 10 years now, not one of those kids snitched on us. Yeah, yeah. Not one of those kids said a single word to us, or to anyone, about anything about us, which is crazy. I'd like to think a lot of those kids are 12, 13, okay? It's been about 10 years. <laughs> They're very young, okay? It's, it's been so long. It's been like 10 years now. And I'd like to think that some of those kids are like now graduating from Ivy League schools. And they're just like, yeah, once I fell asleep in church and I got my act together because my mom hired gang members. <laughs> one of them choked us. Another one threatened to kill my dog. I never did anything wrong again. Thank you so much, everyone. Comedy Dynamics Daily is in a cell cast original and produced by Brian Volkweiss, Richard Myrick, and me, Brian Adams. Thank you for listening. <laughs>